Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another week of the New Era Oilers podcast presented to you by the New Era Hockey Network. I'm your host, Nick Chung, and I'm here with my very good friend with a very special announcement, Brett Wilson. Yes, today's pod, we have a very special guest, the 186 overall pick by our Edmonton Oilers, Shane Lachance. How are you doing? I'm doing really well, guys. How are you? <laughs> oh, we're doing great. We're really excited to have you on, you know, to have you come out and you know, give us an hour of your time. Of course, of course. I'm excited too. Yeah, for sure. Um, if it's no difference to you, then let's start on with the with the hard hitting questions. Let's go for <laughs> it. All right, perfect. I I, I personally want to know, you know, right off the bat, uh, what would you like Oil Country to know about you? I mean, obviously, I'm really excited to be picked by Edmonton. Um, I mean, definitely such a storied franchise. Um, you know, I'm obviously excited for what the future holds. Um, you know, obviously, definitely a hardworking kid, um, you know, ready to give a oil country my all and see, you know, where everything takes me. So definitely, uh, definitely really excited. Um, excited to, you know, get my name out there a little bit and, uh, you know, just show oil country what I'm all about. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you got uh, a lot of the characteristics that oil country really does enjoy, like big size and some physical play. I think you'll fit in quite nicely. <laughs> I must agree. I must agree. Um, could you walk us through your last season with the Boston Jun- Junior Bruins? Sorry, 20 games and 40 nights. What was it like to play that much and still be productive? Yeah, it was a lot. I mean, luckily I was 17 years old, so it's a little bit, a little bit easier on that body than it is on a you know older guy. But it was still a lot, especially with juggling school um, while I was down there, online classes and all that stuff. So it was a lot. It was a lot of fun, though. I mean, being in a bubble with all your teammates, you know, right on a golf course as well. I mean, you know, we got to play yeah. golf and then out, you know, on a discount, which was good. So you know, that was nice. Um, Hockey was good. I mean, it was just a great bonding experience for us and the guys. I mean, you know, especially with other teams, too. I knew a good amount of guys on other teams as well, and you're kind of all in the same area. So it was nice, you know, you get out to play golf with the guy on the other team who played prep school with me. And it was just a good experience overall. And, you know, it got tough at times. We have stretches of four games and five nights. And, you know, obviously it was it was a little tough. But, I mean, obviously waking up in Florida and, you know, sunshine and all the time. You know, made it a <laughs> but it was a good, it was a good experience for us. I mean, like I said, 17 year old legs are a lot different than, you know, maybe 30, 35 year old. So we were, we were able to handle it pretty well. Now that's, that's awesome. I mean, that kind of stuff really creates a, a huge hockey community between guys within your age range. So that that's great. That's a great thing for even later on in your career. Yeah, for sure. Discount golf. I mean, you can't get mad at that at all. No, no, not at all. <laughs> Not at all. No. Yeah, no, that that is that sounds like a good time. I mean, it's sunshine and golf. Yeah. You ask for. <laughs> um, you know, I was wondering, you're the son of former NHL All-Star and current NHL scout, Scott Lachance, and your brother, Jake Lachance, is a reigning EHL uh, champion. Your grandfather on your mother's side is United States Hockey Hall of Famer, Jack Parker. What is it like growing up with such a strong hockey influence in your life, being from a hockey family and all? Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. I mean, I'm definitely pretty lucky to uh, be able to, you know, grow up with all these resources um, around me. And especially, you know, my older brother's big was big for me. I think, you know, being able to compete against him, being the older brother, uh, you know, I always wanted to be better than him and always wanted to you know, go up against him and his buddies who would come over. So 
that was a good good experience for me. And now he's he's off to a lot better things now. He's at Wesleyan. They just won a NESCAC championship uh, this past uh, the year before COVID. So his freshman okay. year. So that was that was good for him. That was exciting for him. I was excited for him. But um, yeah, it was definitely. I mean definitely a huge huge advantage you know just being around hockey but hockey hockey people i mean obviously my grandfather taught me a lot more about you know the personal side of it and like you know how to be a good teammate you know being in and out of locker rooms for 40 plus years he's seen it all so he's giving me advice and then my dad's more like the hockey side of it you know just just (laughs) buckle down you know stay focused and giving me a lot of advice it's nice to you know, sit on the couch and watch a hockey game with him. Um, you know, he'll point out things that, you know, other guys won't really see being a scout now. Um, these things that maybe some other people, you know, don't catch um, if they're out during a game. So it's definitely a fortunate thing. Yeah, I mean, that's some great insight to have. I mean, I could imagine some street hockey must have been pretty intense back at your house. Oh, yeah, more, <laughs> more mini hockey. We had a couple holes in the basement wall that I had to patch up, so... <laughs> Had to be full contact, I assume. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, a couple yeah. elbows going through the wall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A couple hip checks. A couple yeah, hip exactly. checks. Hope for the best. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's super awesome. It's it must have been really helpful a lot of the, uh, especially in your younger years and coming up even till now just to be able to kind of soak that knowledge in like a sponge, right? And yeah. I mean, look at where it's taking you. And as Oilers. Uh, Fans are very passionate, especially when they're uh, six four units of uh, a seventeen year old. So it's <laughs> it's, uh, it's uh, one of those things. Oilers fans, uh, we're excited to we're excited to see you. We're excited to see everything about you. I mean, I've watched a lot of your highlights, and you can kind of tell just your hockey IQ and your ability, and the fact that you still use your size and stuff like that. It's 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 one thing that we're super excited and you, you can tell that having all of that hockey background has kind of helped you um, as you kind of progressed to what you are now. So it's, exactly. it's definitely awesome. Um, with that, what was it like to have your draft year be shrouded in so much mystery as far as scouting goes and what does it take to get noticed in a year like this, considering it was not like your average season? Yeah, I think it was, I mean, a lot of anxiety going through this year, especially you know, getting towards the end of our, my junior Bruins season. I mean, once that finished up, um, you know, it was just kind of like a waiting game, you know, hearing like, oh, drafts getting postponed again, like not really sure, you know, is it going to be in person, you know, online, who knows? So I think that was a, you know, a lot of anxious waiting game there. Uh, but as far as, as far as, you know, during the season and, you know, playing games, I think it was just try to keep the same mindset of, you know, not try not to worry about that kind of stuff and just go out there and, you know, play your role every night and just make sure you're doing what you can to uh, produce for the team and help the team win. So I think my mindset was definitely to do that more on focusing, you know, who was in the stands, who was watching you. So I think that helped me out a lot, just kind of, and my dad did help me out with that too, you know, saying, I mean, it was definitely a tough year. I mean, definitely a different year for everyone. So um, keep keep your head down, keep going. Um, You're doing a great job. Just, just kind of, trying to block everything else out and just play hockey, have fun, try to have fun. And just you did before this. Yeah, it was a really unique year. I mean, there's like, uh, there hasn't been one like it in a very long time, if ever. Uh, that must've been like crazy for you to be able to go through and it also be your draft year. It must've been a lot of anxiety, like you said. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Especially like, 
especially on draft day too. I mean, it's like you, it's so unexpected because these these teams like maybe haven't seen different players play. I mean, like I know a lot of European guys were playing, you know, but the, a lot of like the OHL wasn't playing. Like a lot yeah. of a lot of Canadian teams weren't playing, so that was definitely a tough thing. You know, tough waiting game to play during that draft day just because you know who's gonna go if they haven't been seen and all that stuff. So yeah. I think that was a tough one too. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, so, who were some of your favorite superstars growing up? Any favorites from Edmonton, either from here or played here? Um, well, I think a big guy who I try to model my game after is Brady Kachuk. Obviously, coming from coming from BU as well. Um, you know, his dad was roommates with my dad at BU in college, so kind of the family ties are there. Um, and he's just been a guy. You know, I try to model my game after and relate myself to, you know, I think similar sizes, um, you know, try to play with the same grit that he has. Um, and also he's got some pretty good skill with him too. So I try to, you know, shape my game around him and, you know, watch a lot of his highlights for sure. Um, as for Edmonton, I mean, I was, I don't know if you guys are familiar, but when I was little, I was huge into like huge into the, the show, like the all access shows. And I love the like, oil okay. change. I watch oil, oil change every, every day. because i I, it's not like i was i live in massachusetts so i'm not like from around there at all it's just you know i got attracted to it and i don't know just guys like ryan whitney like obviously he's got spitting chiclets now i mean listen to it all the time so guys like that and obviously petrie too he's uh he's in montreal now so just guys like that i think it's younger guys like newton hopkins seeing him and like hall to just kind of come up and their first couple of years in the league is pretty interesting to watch for me. So, oh yeah, for sure. I mean, and I miss oil change so much. Yeah, <laughs> oil change. Just, I think I heard a rumor that they may be bringing it back eventually. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. Right? Like, it was. It was such a nice, like, little view into the world of these hockey players. That, yeah. I mean, here in Edmonton, we're all crazy about. So, literally, any little piece of Oilers news, we eat it up instantly. Yep. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, we're, we're the fan base can be very, very um, excited for a lot of things. Yeah. Let me put it that way. Yeah, we I definitely can be. We definitely can be. So, I mean, I guess you can kind of consider it fate that you ended up getting drafted by the Oilers. So, <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. How would you take us back to draft date? What were your thoughts when you found out you were getting drafted? Edmonton Oilers. What was going through your mind? Excitement, joy, family there. How was it? Yeah, I mean, it was awesome. Uh, it was just me and my my immediate family. My dad was obviously at the draft, um, but just my mom, my two brothers, and a couple friends, um, just a couple childhood friends that I've you know grown up with uh, for all these years. That it was important for me for them to be there. Um, but I actually had just come back from the bathroom and I was just sitting on the couch <laughs> and I wasn't really I wasn't really looking at the TV at the time. And my buddy in front of me just kind of jumped up and started yelling and. I didn't even I didn't even see it was Edmonton until a good like thirty seconds later, and I was just everyone just went <laughs> went nuts. And we were all fired up, so it's definitely definitely a surreal feeling. I mean, you know, you've been dreaming about that all your life, and for that to come true, um, especially like a team like Edmonton, is just a pretty cool feeling for me. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. I could I could only imagine that must have been great, and it's it's great yeah. that you got to have some friends and a little bit of family there. Uh, it's unfortunate yeah. your dad was at the draft, but at the same time, <laughs> I'm sure he was cheering in his seat for you. So, 
Yeah, there's there's a video too of him uh, calling me after the draft on the Devils Twitter, which is pretty cool. Um, <laughs> and that was a pretty cool, pretty cool moment. I mean, obviously he called me the second that it happened. I'm not sure if he knew right before or whatever, but he called me the moment it happened and talked to him and just told me he was proud of me and you know a lot of work to do from here. But exciting accomplishment for sure. Yeah, that's that's insanely like exciting. I couldn't imagine what the atmosphere must have been like in your home. Uh, that's that's great. I know your dad. Um, when he was an All Star uh, in the NHL, he did play on the same team with the Oilers legends Gretzky and Messier. Yeah, if I do yeah. recall correctly. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. I mean, I think that maybe you are destined to be an Edmonton Oilers. Well, it seems yeah, to be a lot yeah. of little connections. Yeah, a right. lot of little connections. A lot more than I thought, at least. A couple of good players right there, too. Not too bad. So, yeah. Yeah. Did your dad tell you any funny stories or cool stories from those guys at all, or he give you any insight? Uh, nothing yet. Nothing yet. But uh, funny, actually, my uh, Mark Messier's nephew uh, went to school with me, and he was on my team for a year um, at school. So he showed up to one game, and everyone was like swarming around him. But yeah, he's, <laughs> he obviously, like, he talked to my dad a little bit. Um, like they, if they've talked a tiny bit, not, not the draft, but, you know, just checking in here and there being teammates there. Um, you know, the hockey world is such a small world and, you know, everyone, just, you meet someone in the hockey world, like it seems like they stick with you for a long time. So that was pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, players to, you know, look up to obviously not in my time, but you know, those are two names that you definitely know if you're in the hockey world for sure. Oh yeah. For yeah. Sure. Two givens. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, I actually, I really like that throughout this, like, uh, time we've spent here with you, you keep bringing up that the hockey world seems to be a small community. I really enjoy that, actually. It, it really just, it creates such a great feeling, you know, yeah. that yeah. if you're watching guys from the past, you're seeing their sons come up now, it's, I don't know, it, it's kind of nice, in a way. Yeah, it is, for sure. Yeah, you kind of realize, like, playing hockey, um, you realize that it becomes almost like a a tight knit family and you, you kind of, you always kind of look after people and you kind of always want to see where they go and you always kind of yeah. somewhat stay in touch and stuff like that. So it yeah, doesn't matter yeah. who you are, where you play, what level you play. There's always just a camaraderie with hockey and it's just, it's, that's why we love the game so much. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, especially like kids who I played with when I was, you know, five, six, seven years old, probably up until I was 12, you know, I haven't talked to in a little bit. I mean, after, after this moment happened, you know, texting me, congratulating me. You know, it's nice to hear from those people when, you know, you haven't talked to them in a little bit, but that's what kind of shows you that, you know, they're, they're still around, they still care. And, you know, it's nice to just have those people in your life, you know, the people that you meet along the way playing hockey. It's a yeah. great Canadian bonder. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's worldwide bonder, man. It's a worldwide bonder. It doesn't matter yeah. where you were. If you that's remember cool. that sad cool. tragedy that happened to the Humboldt Broncos, that traveled yeah. worldwide and, that's true. In that very true. minutes, it felt like. And yeah, it was exactly. just goes to show you the type of family that if you play hockey, everybody is kind of – we're all hockey yeah. players at the end yeah. of the day, right? And that's just yeah, that's exactly. just the way it is. And it's great. It's awesome to see that uh, people from your past and stuff like that were reaching out and stuff like that. It just kind of proves the point that much further. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, so, I, I believe I just asked you about uh, not that long ago about which superstars are growing uh, – you were fond of when you were growing up. Did you have maybe one or two more you want to elaborate on? I mean, yeah, obviously guys like obviously guys like Sidney Crosby and 
you know, those guys, you know, he's he's getting up there now. It's crazy to think that he is he's almost in his, in his mid thirties now, which is crazy. But <laughs> I know. It, it seems like just yesterday I was watching him playing in the winter classic, scoring that breakaway goal in the first winter classic. But he's obviously a guy, you know, was the face of the league for a long time. Um, definitely from my childhood growing up for me. Um and then obviously guys like now, like McDavid too, just so sick yeah. watching him fly up and down the ice. Um, he's just so good. And guys like him and McKinnon starting up now, and obviously Kachuk, like I mentioned before. Um, so I mean, there's a there's a lot of guys. I mean, just all those skill guys here, like growing up, Patrick Kane to like being American, you know, seeing him in the Olympics and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. So it's definitely definitely guys you follow along with specific guys that you pick out and be like, oh, you know always trying to do that little stick handle around those pucks like he does in his practice, like Kane does and <laughs> all that stuff. And, you know, work on your backhand or like Crosby. And, and you're also, there's all these little moves that you name after players that when you're growing up, you're like, oh, I want to do this like him. So those are some players that I think, you know, guys in and around my team would, you know, watch a lot and try to do stuff that they do. Yeah, yeah. no, for sure. Those are awesome, awesome quality players to choose from. I mean, we know what Crosby's done in his career and stuff like that. And, uh, just all of them. Uh, just watching Kane do those puck drills, it's absolutely insane, though, hey? Like, oh, oh my God, God those hands. hands. <laughs> it's incredible, in all fairness, to see a player like that be so high-skilled for such a long period of time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's, It's like that guy's never lost an edge. It's impeccable. Oh, my God, yeah. He's sticking 100 miles an hour coming up the boards, and he'll to do a little 360 and fire a backhander across the ice right on someone's tape. And it's like, how, how do you even see that guy? Yeah, yeah exactly. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. It's, there's something to be said about such a high level of game yeah. that's I uh, like that you see in the NHL. Uh, the amount of skill that it takes to really make it these days, I think is a lot higher than what it used to be, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, if you watch games from like the '80s and whatnot, it's, it's there's a lot more skill to the game. However, there's a lot less toughness, so uh, it's kind of balancing each other out. Yeah, I mean, I would watch during quarantine. They were playing a lot of like older older games, and especially they were playing like around here. They were playing my dad's games at BU and like those beanpot games. Um, and it was just crazy to see the difference. I mean, everyone's like slashing each other, hooking each other. Oh yeah, no, no penalties at all. Nowadays, you're like. You'll touch someone in the hand, and you'll be you'll be out for two minutes, and then no one's yeah. everyone. Someone gets hit nowadays, and you got to drop the gloves with them, and it's like I don't know. It's it's crazy how the games change, and I think you know that's part of the reason why I like Kachuk so much is that he kind of brings back that little like little jam in his game. You know, mm -hmm. likes to like to stir it up a little bit, which is a part of the game that you know I think you need in hockey too. So I think that's an important part, and I like how he brings that to the table. Oh, I think you're hitting all the right notes for Oilers fans to absolutely fall in love with you. And that's the type of player we love to see over here in Edmonton. <laughs> yep, we sure do. I mean, like we mentioned before, a 6'4", you're not a small small man. And as you get older, you'll get bigger. And we we need a big left wing badly, just saying. So. <laughs> so. Yeah, so um, I just have one uh, more question here for you. Uh, your family has a very strong connection to Boston University. How excited are you to put your own mark there? 
Yeah, I mean, it's obviously a great opportunity. I mean, something that I've been dreaming of since I was, since forever. I mean, as long as I can remember going to the rink with seeing my grandfather's games and, you know, going to the locker room after the games and seeing all the guys. And, you know, it's just crazy to think that, you know, that I'm, I'm going to be one of those guys. And obviously it's, it's important for me to kind of continue on that path, um, that legacy that, you know, my family has created, but also, you know, create my own, memories and my own experience as well. I mean, you know, I don't want to sit in the shadow of my family and, you know, just think like, oh, it's his, his kid, whoever's grandson. Like, I just, you know, I kind of want to make my own mark and, you know, go my own way and just, you know, also, um, you know, Travis Roy was a big part of my family growing up um, ever since mm -hmm. he had that accident. Um, you know, my grandfather mm -hmm. was almost like a second dad to him. And I think, you know, he's someone I looked up to, um, a lot and i think that's another influence that i had on why i wanted to go there you know play for him and especially because he's passed now i just kind of play for him and you know think of him a lot now so i think that's another huge reason that i want to go there you know make my mark there as well no for sure i mean i i know that me and brett for sure at least we're definitely going to be rooting for you 100 percent of the way like uh like i said many times before in this interview you've got the skill set and the size that we love to see over here. And I think that your mindset is actually something that we potentially lack in our lineup um, with needing a little bit more grit and toughness to it, uh, while also keeping up a strong skill game. Uh, yeah, no, that's just pretty much what I want to say. Definitely glad to have you here. Yeah, and I just – one last thing. If um what what piece of advice would you give to the younger generation out there that are kind of out there trying to be in the same position you're in now? Yeah, I mean, I think I think you know, the cliche answer is always work hard, but I also think you know try to try to make set little goals for yourself and not look at the bigger picture right away. I think when you're younger, you know, your mindset on you know I want to make the NHL, I want to get drafted, all that kind of stuff. But I think, you know, once once you start making smaller goals and, you know, you go out there and have fun every day and make those memories um, with teammates, you know, like like I said earlier, you know, connecting with all those all those teammates that you've had in the past and creating those bonds is really important as well. Um, you know, just just go out there and try to have as much fun as you can. I think there's there's no real point of playing if you're not enjoying it just to get to that end goal. Um I think creating smaller little goals for yourself is important just to kind of climb yourself up the ladder. Cause I think once you make those goals, you realize like, Oh, like start stuff starting to set into place for me. And I think that's kind of what happened to me. You know, early on, I was like, Oh, I was reaching for the stars a little bit, which is not a bad thing. But I think once you look back and say, all right, I'm going to get to this point, you know, score this amount of goals this year, you know, make this team. Uh, and then you start kind of climbing up the ladder, like I said, and, you know, making those bigger goals and getting to where you want to get to. So. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's a great bit of advice for sure. And I mean, I think that's a great bit of advice that applies to just everyday life, too. 100 percent. 100 percent. 100 percent. Well, Shane, we are both rooting for you. We are so happy, so happy you could join us today. Um, we wish you all the best um, back in college, and uh, hopefully we'll see you donning that Oilers logo pretty soon. So, yeah, yeah. Awesome. thanks for having me. Appreciate it. it yeah, awesome. sure. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another edition of the New Era Oilers podcast presented to you by the New Era Hockey Network. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. You 
Uh, would you like to shout out your your um, Instagram there, Shane? Uh, Instagram is ShaneLachance11. And you can find New Era Oilers at New Era Oilers on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, and I just got to say, everybody better go give this guy a follow. And let's root <laughs> him on. Let's cheer him on. Let's show him what oil country is all about and show him a little love. Uh, you guys can find me. It's at Big Wills, B-I-G-W-I-L-L-Z-8 on Twitter. Thanks, guys. Yep, we'll see you guys next time.